welcome to the nightly rant with your hosts mike and toria this is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view if you like insane conversations this is definitely the show for you let's get into today's topic why can people i don't know about you but i love helping out a friend that's why i want to shout out my friend brian little and his podcast your favorite blockhead this is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and mma into one heck of an amazing podcast you can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com do me a huge favor and listen to brian's show you'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend now as i said let's get into today's topic so I was thinking about it today and about healthcare in general, but health insurance specifically. And how it's the worst? Well, it's expensive. And it doesn't cover very doesn't much. It doesn't cover very much. And because of the way they've structured Obamacare, the deductibles are outrageous. Correct. You're paying a super high premium and a super high deductible. That shouldn't be. One of those should be lower. You should either have a high premium and a low deductible or no deductible or a low premium and a high deductible. Exactly. And that's what I'm getting at. It, it, it's, it's out of sync. Right. The insurance situation. But now they're making it even worse because when the Trumpster took over, they struck down the whole you must have insurance provision. Right. So the mandate was gone. Well, California is putting back the mandate. Yes, how nice. And it could cost anywhere from twelve to $1,400 a year. Thank you, California. But if you think about it, it's still cheaper than the 700 or $800 they want you to pay for your Obamacare stuff. Thank you, California. Let's fuck taxpaying citizens and permanent residents to give people who don't want to or can't pay the fees to be here legally health insurance. Great job, dumbasses. Mm, yeah. It's the side effect of letting the government make any of these kind of decisions, really. Kind of want the government to just go die in a hole. Because they have to justify it in some way, shape, or form. And it's like I said to you before, like, if you ask me to do something and it takes me a little longer than you want, but I do it, well, I still did it. Just because it wasn't exactly the way you wanted it doesn't mean I didn't do it. I still did it. And I should get credit for doing it because anything else is just control. It's, oh, I want you to be exactly the way i wanted it to be that's control right right nobody should want that if you happen to choose the exact same thing as each other then you know by freedom of choice you both came to the same conclusion but to be forced down there by someone saying well it's either my way or the highway that's just i don't know right that's just too controlling for me i don't like it so you're i don't saying, think it should be that controlling you're saying the government of california is like a helicopter mob yeah. Okay. I don't understand the consistency of these arguments because there is, I don't see the consistency. They say that we must have sanctuary cities because if they're not sanctuary cities, illegal immigrants will not report crimes. And I'm talking about a big percentage of people here illegally are European. Let's be real. So I'm not sitting here talking about Mexican people or people from the Dominican Republic. I'm talking about all immigrants, all of them everyone from everywhere let's be real there's a big piece of canadians here that are 
illegal as well. Well, yeah, it comes from everywhere. Well, yeah, especially places like Palm Springs and Lake Havasu. And there's the people that they call them snowbirds. And they're here eight months of the year. And in Canada, four months of the year, which maintains their Canadian residency. But they're overstaying their U.S. visas by two months. Yeah. Every time. They're technically here illegally. They may have entered legally. may not be causing any harm. But they're here illegally. Yeah. And their best approach would probably be just do six months on, six months off and and adhere to the rules. Right. And I'm sure there's some that do, but there's definitely some that don't. I feel that like in Ashley's situation, she's being very smart to handle it the way she's handling it. Yeah, but the difference is Australia would hunt her down. I understand that, but I still think it's very smart. I have to believe Canada would hunt you down. I mean, they made it pretty clear that, you know, here you go. You need to leave by this day and time. If you don't. You risk never being allowed back in the country and being forcibly removed from the country. I bet you they would just issue a warrant for your arrest. Yeah. And then if you got pulled over. You'd be screwed. Be arrested. Nationwide manhunt. Man from California overstays visa. (laughs) I know. It sounds stupid, doesn't it? Yeah, but it'd be hilarious. But it sounds so stupid. It does. Again, it's like, why must there be those kind of limits? I mean, if the person comes here and they legally get a visa... And they say on that visa, legit, I'm planning on working while I'm there because I'm planning on sticking around and living with my significant other right there. And we might even get married. If we get married, we'll go through the legal process. But until then, I'm going to just live here as a visitor from another country. And it should just be legal for that. As long as they pay their taxes here, why do we care? You know, I agree with you. Because here, there's less social services, I guess you could say. I know it's California, so it doesn't really seem like there are less social services. <laughs> but like when you go to Canada, right. your, your health care is covered by the government. So it kind okay. of makes sense for them to have more red tape for you to stay. I agree. But here, it doesn't make any sense. And I, Well, and that's my thing is, I don't understand why they should feel like they should have a say in that. I understand that they need to track who's coming into the country and who's leaving the country. Totally get that. Right. I understand. Might be a terrorist. I, exactly. And I understand wanting to have a record of, of people's movement. I get it. All right. You're to see if people are terrorists. I understand it. I don't like it, but I understand it. And I kind of feel like that's not the sword I'm going to die on. You know what I mean? Fair enough. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those you don't agree with it, but I'm not going to fight that battle. It isn't worth it. And I think I think that too many people take it as an all or nothing kind of proposition on these things. Like when there's an a little bit of resistance. And like I said, like like I said to you earlier, I may not have done what you wanted as quickly as you wanted, but I did it. And that's all. You shouldn't care that I didn't do it exactly to your standards. We were close enough that it, that it works. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you do have a problem with it. I'm just saying that's what a decent person, how they would react to that. Like, oh, okay, we're on the same wavelength here. Let's not have an argument. Let's respect one another. Right. And it's rare. It's sad, but it's rare that you find couples who have split up that act that way yeah i hear you and it's kind of i don't know it makes me sort of sad in a lot of ways fair enough what always seems to happen though no what always seems to happen though is good friends they go and they have these relationships they last for like five years and then you know everything is supposedly all great then something happens and they break up like one of them is caught cheating or whatever and they break up and then all they both talk about is the bad about the other person Right. It's like they forgot all five years of anything good that happened. Yeah. And it's sad. That's what I'm trying to say. You who was rolling your eyes, you thought I was going to not have a point to my point, but there was a point to my point. Do you get the point? I feel like the point is that you're being I purposely said that that way, by the way. I have a chubby cat right here and she is enjoying her little back massage. She's annoyed. 
She's very sweet. And then there's Mr. Sammy. Who He's nobody knows about yet. Long-haired, red-headed, miniature Dachshund Foster who is taking the place of... The Beans. The Beans, who is doing really well in Los Angeles. He's on a permanent sleepover. Yeah, it was supposed to be a temporary sleepover, but... We're thinking it's a permanent sleepover. Yeah, she was taking him to a book club meeting tonight. He's going to savage all of her friends. The dog like, I don't is know going why. to just like love every friend of hers. And But I love that she's embracing that aspect of the Beans' personality. The Beans is not a dog to be kept cooped up in a place. The Beans is a dog to get out into society and let him love everybody. Correct. He is the true therapy dog, that dog. Correct. That's the conclusion I came to like in the last week that we had him. Yeah, he'd be really good as a therapy dog if you, you could know. train the savage out of You him. know I was only ha- like one-tenth joking when I would say... Let's keep him. I was 90%. You were even a little bit joking. I was 90% for real. And 100% for 90%, real. 90%, not 100 But I've realized towards the end that last week that I was like, you know, he doesn't get what he deserves when he's here. Because we don't really have the time to give him what he deserves. Yeah. And Yogi isn't as demanding. Yogi likes his playtime with us. And he likes to go on like at least one really nice walk every day. That's what Yogi likes. And if you give him that, he's happy. The beans would not have been happy with that long term. He was Mm -hmm. happy with that short term, but long term, he would not have been happy with that. Mm -hmm. And so because I loved him so much, I saw how she treated him. And I was like, that's that. He has to go there. So we replaced him. We replaced the long legs with the shortest legs I've ever seen. With the tiniest, tiniest. My pinky is taller than his legs. He's a long haired, toe licking, miniature dachshund named Sammy. He's cute. And evil. He he wakes us up in the morning. Well, he wakes Toria up in the morning because he has to pee. Every freaking day that he's been here. But at least he wakes you up. He could just go back to sleep like a normal dog. Well, I bet you his, like, okay, if you think in size of these, like, encapsulated veggies, you know, you got your corn. You know, it's, like, kind of tiny, right? Corn, not a lot of space in there, not a lot of whatever inside the corn. It's just teeny tiny thing. That's why there's like hundreds of them, those kernels, on an ear of corn because they're teeny tiny. takes a lot of those to fill you up. Now, you take like potato salad. Oh, that's like rich and just like boom, all this food. And I've forgotten where I was going with this. It was the dumbest point I think you've ever tried to make. What was I trying to say? That his bladder is a corn? No, his bladder's not that small. That's right. That's where I was going with it. Thank you. His bladder's not small enough to be a corn. It's not small enough for that. But what's interesting about him is his bladder is like maybe about the size of a green bean. Corn. And that's it. His bladder is a corn. No, it's not a corn. He wakes us up at the ass crack of dawn. To go pee. But at least he does it. He could just pee on you. He could just wake you up instead. Well, he could, but you know, he likes me. I'm going to send him your direction tomorrow. (laughs) And he's still going to come back to you because I'm just going to be like, psst, bro, get her. (laughs) Then he'll pee on you in the bed. Nah, he won't. That's why he wears a diaper at night. We're not stupid people. But so far, little dude's been good. He's been real good. You say this as you just cleaned up his turd off of well, the floor. That part out of a scale of zero to ten bothers me like about a six to a seven. The other would be a ten. That's how much it would bother me. That's why he has a diaper. So the diaper the diaper bothers me. So that's what I mean. Not having the diaper and having an accident there would bother me more than picking up a little bit of poo here and there. Oh, well. I would prefer not to have to pick it up at all. 
like the beans was getting to, like the beans got to. Beans is a good boy. He was perfect, that dog, in the end. Such a good dog. Every time held it like a, like a beast. Yep. And then would go right to the bathroom. And he even stopped with his little accidents by the elevator area that we were eh, continually maybe. having to clean. He I don't know. Really he had that two-day span where every time we took him out, he peed somewhere dumb, yeah. like in the And stairwell. then after that, he stopped, though. Yeah. It was interesting. But that's Mr. Samuel L. Jackson over here. No. No? That's yeah, funny, though. I, I can't imagine his voice sounding like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, his voice? He's like, he's a dust mop. Like This dog is a mop. When he runs, yeah. He's a mop all the time. His hair is long enough for him to be a mop all the time. Are you a mop? He says he's not a mop. Just let me Anyway, know. the mop says it's too hot in here. You think so? I do think so. All right, then. I guess it's time for air conditioning and sleeping. Good night, everyone. Hasta le bye-bye, wiener dog. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. 